Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donoghue. I'm delighted to be joined by the former Monaghan Minor Manager, Ulster winning Minor Manager and uh, former Hurling Manager for Monaghan, but originally a Galway man and I suppose still a Galway man, Frank Brady, uh, ahead of the promotion clash between Cavan and Galway this Sunday in Kingsman Breffney Park, throwing at 2pm. The winner's Go up the top flight football. Um, you've seen a lot of Galway this year gone by, so we thought it was a perfect opportunity to get your expertise, if that's the right word for you, Frank. Yeah, you wonder whether that expertise is any good or not, but sure, we'll give it a go on us and see how we get on. So look at, looking back over Galway's campaign, um, talking to Paul Conroy during the week, disappointing home uh performances and not picking up a win at home at all but the, the performances on the road have been very very good uh, we've been excellent on the road I have been at all their matches uh, except the Mead match I chose Galway hurling that day rather than Galway football and I think that was a mistake but sure these things happen um, I saw them in Derry they were excellent in Derry they really put Derry uh, tore them apart uh, against Armad, they were dire. The physicality seemed to get to them. They didn't, weren't able to handle the physicality of Armad. But yet they came back from being eight points down to draw the game. Now, the funny thing about that is I had left because I had an appointment with a doctor in a hospital and uh, I had to leave early. And I rang my brother giving out about how they weren't able to match the physicality of Armad. And he says, what are you on about you? They're after drawing the match. <laughs> so that's the, say, the first time in my lifetime I've hardly left the match early. Uh, Saw them against Tyrone below in Salt Hill. They did reasonably well that day, believe it or not. Uh, they had a player sent off at a crucial uh, stage. Paul Conroy was sent off just after half time. Uh, they've played much better when there's 15 on the field, uh, or they had 14. They, they didn't handle Fermanagh last Sunday when Fermanagh had a man sent off, and they didn't handle Armagh when Armagh had a man sent off. They actually seemed to go to free fall. So maybe Cavan should come out at 14 in the second half and see what happens. Well, if it was 2015, Cavan would more likely have 14 because their discipline in that year was poor. But this year, it's been it's been quite good. There's been no red cards, so Cavan are are going in. I suppose it's two teams going in full of confidence uh, full of attacking potential how do you see the game going as in not, not the result but tactically do you see maybe Galway adopting a different style for Cavan well, I sincerely hope they do because uh, they have persisted with these short kick outs which I think is the deprimant of that team when you have Tomas Flynn Paul Connery and uh, Corrine in midfield why not put it out there having said that going back to the match in Salt Hill last year Tomas Carr destroyed Galway mm. with his physicality uh, he won't do that this year because Flynn and O'Cornine have put on at least a stone and weight since this time last year and Conroy you saw him yourself during the week he looks very mm. very fit at the minute that's the first time I've actually seen him fit he's playing very well now against Fermanagh last Sunday he took a few chances that he shouldn't have tried and it probably cost him uh, winning the game but sure Fermanagh everybody would love to see Fermanagh stay up well, oh, uh, Conroy traditionally is a forward but he, he seemed to be settling in at no, the middle Conroy of the field Conroy traditionally is a midfielder but people but tried to make him as he a forward he adopted yeah, yeah. he would have played midfield for that goal 
Galway team that won the All Ireland title in 2007. Uh, he was a minor captain that he was year. A minor captain that year. He's captain this year. They have a lot of underage <coughs> pedigree coming through. Who were the players that would have come through from the under 21 teams that Cavan would have come across? Uh, Shane Walsh, Tomas Lynn, Fintan O'Kearney, is three that spring to mind immediately. Cummins. Uh, Danny, I don't. I think Danny might be a little bit older than that. I think the time that we played Jean Crow Park, maybe Danny played that day. I wouldn't be sure. Paul could have played that day as well. Paul Conroy. Conroy. Yeah, he could have actually. <coughs> but yeah. the, the, who was the inside forward? We lightning fast, lad. Yeah. Uh, that day in Crow Park. That was uh, probably Danny Cummins. Is the only man that probably, fits Yeah, it must be. It must be Danny Cummins. And he's playing well for. He's Danny Cummins up to this year. Uh, he's he's a great man to get a ball, but his his use of the ball was terrible. He couldn't score. He couldn't hit a, a barn door, uh, but uh, he seems to have been injured this year, so I'd say he'll probably start Sunday. There's a fellow called Eamon Brannigan there. Uh, he's a jewel star, he's a hurler and footballer. Every time I've seen him now, he has been what I consider very, very good. And then there's Damien Comer, who I would rate exceptionally good. I think he's probably one of the best forwards in the country at the minute. Physically-wise, there's nobody who will match him for physical strength. Uh, he is very, very strong, and he'll just brush aside, and he has a very low centre of gravity, and then he can catch it very, very high from a standing jump. If you look at the FPD league against Roscommon, he got two goals in the first three minutes with the ball coming into the square and just standing there and punching it. He did the same in the first league match, uh, how to go we play in the first league match uh, uh, it was a win for us and oh, it was Leash and he he did an, an exceptionally good goal that day the ball hasn't been going in as quick as I'd like it to go in but if the ball goes in and he isolates a cornerback he will do the business because he's as strong as young lad as ever I've seen have uh, have, have you got a centre back capable of holding Garoud Probably not, but Gary O'Donnell has probably been the most improved footballer in goalie football in the last four to five years. He has scored two points, one point, two points in nearly every game I've seen him. He's a very good attacking back. Um, possibly Garrod, if plays keeps playing the way he's playing, sure he's an all-star in the making. Uh, that's basically where we're at with him. Gary O'Donnell is probably... Not the perceived centre back that you think you have, but he's hundred percent committed, and he's very he's got very strong. He's developed himself into a very strong player, so that would be interesting battle there. I think the battle could be in midfield. Mm. Uh, remember what Tomas Carr did to us last year, and what Young Buncanon is doing now. They'll bring a, a raw intensity and strength, and if the goalie boys can stand up to that, it'll be a very tight game. And if they don't, well, we're in trouble. Yeah, looking at Conroy, he's physically mm. a fine specimen of a man, and we've seen Flynn was obviously on that on the twenty-one team. And he was Anu Corin. That was the midfield partnership yeah. that day, is right? Yeah. And they were they dominated the midfield in that All Ireland final. But so they, they didn't develop. They didn't push on. They didn't put, get the upper body strength. I remember ringing Kevin Walsh last year, giving out Holy Hill after they were beaten. That if these boys don't start to go into the gym and develop themselves, they can stay at home because they're never going to make it. They seem to have done that now. The goalie boys seem to have gone with a pattern there of uh, strength, which is probably the way of all inter-county teams at the minute. Yeah, they definitely seem, just looking at the clips that I've seen on YouTube of them this year, they, they seem physically stronger. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's something that Cavan have been working on the last number yeah. of years. Well, so That is the big thing, that Cavan have a four-year under Terry, whereas Galway are only two years under Kevin. Uh, they were under Alan before that, who was, was a very good manager, very good underage, but whether they were doing the physical quality work that they have done under Kevin, I'm not so sure. Yeah, only time will tell. So I suppose, Frank, it's it's down to 
question who's going to win it. Your 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 business is in Cav and your heart is in in uh, in Galway and your 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 oh, house is in Monaghan. My home, my home is in Monaghan, and I wish like to wish Monaghan the best. Look, I sincerely hope for Malky's sake that they don't go down Sunday even whether it be Galway or Cavan, hopefully they're not replacing Monaghan. So that'll be the first thing I'll say. Uh, Who will win? Uh, very simple. If Shawnee Johnson is playing for Cavan and Shane Walsh isn't playing for Galway, uh, Cavan will win. And the other way around, if Shane Walsh is playing for Galway and Shawnee Johnson isn't playing for Cavan, Galway will win because every time Shane Walsh got the ball last Sunday in Toome Stadium, you could hear the buzz in the crowd. What's he going to do? What's he going to but do? But he went off injured. He went off injured. He's a knee or an ankle injury. He's the boy that people don't know is the man that got that famous point against Tipperary, a point of the year two years ago. He flicked it up in one foot and put it over the bar with the other. Right, he is as good a footballer, I think, as ever we've seen. If he had been with the Porridge Joyce and these lads there, uh, he would definitely be uh, on that team. He was unfortunate last year. He was involved with a bad accident in which a man got killed and I think that put him back. He broke a finger or two. So we didn't see him last year. The year before, he got Young Player of the Year. He's that good. Uh, you know, I'm amazed that you know everybody's great to see Shawnee back and I remember saying to people over the last few years Shawnee Johnson's a great footballer he should have him back oh we don't want that fella back and now he's back he's a prodigal son and I'd say he'll nearly get sainthood if if Cavan get promoted this year yeah yeah he'll not be too far away from it in fairness and he's come back he's definitely redeemed himself there's not too many are debating that he shouldn't be there at the minute but there, there were another couple of injury concerns for Galway I think O'Corine came off injured O'Corine well. came off but I don't know I, don't, I think he'll be okay I'd be surprised if he's not okay he has had a bit of he's missed a few games with injuries this year whether it's a hamstring or what it is I'm not sure uh, he came off um, I don't know I'd say he'll be available Shane Walsh should be the one that uh, there's no it's a 50-50 at the minute the same as Shawnee is a 50-50 Right and looking at the conditions uh, weather wise it's going to rain between now it's Friday afternoon now it's going to rain between now and the game on Sunday pretty much consistently so the pitch knowing Kingsman Breffney Park would be quite heavy might slow down the, the, the Galway boys a wee bit or slow down the Cavan boys who, who do you think that's an advantage to? I, I don't know well, Galway boys are not they haven't that much speed in their forwards you know Damien Comer his strength and physicality is what gets him to a class apart Adrian Varley I saw him on that on the 21 team maybe he's a redhead fella maybe he's the boy mm. you were looking at he absolutely is a brilliant footballer but he just hasn't done it he did it in the first two games against Leash and probably a little bit against Tyrone and he hasn't done it since the conditions are suit a fella called Patrick Sweeney he's a twin brother of the corner back who would be a fantastic man to score but I feel he's very one-paced. So if the conditions are heavy and wet, you could find him being thrown in. Uh, they could actually feel, feel Gary size, but Gary's problem is that they don't have a recognised free-taker. Right. That is a problem to have. And if they play a fella called Peter Cook, who would possibly be the best under free-taker in Galway, he's only 20, he's a bit light, he probably hasn't come up to the mark where they want, but if they could play him, he's, I'm told, is a very good free-taker off the, off the ground, left or right, so he, to me, would be an addition to the team. And Gary Sice takes frees, Eddie Hoare missed a simple free against Fermanagh last week, uh, dead straight in front of the goal, so every time he's taken a free, you have this apprehension, is he going to score, is he going to not going to score? Shall we say there's no Pori Joyce's or no Ronan Carlins out there? Yeah, definitely. And, and with wet conditions, generally freeze do become the difference between sides. Yeah, they do, yeah. This won't be this will be a tight game. Uh Galway are coming up. They know that this is their chance to get up. Uh Cavan are building on the last four or five years with all those great under twenty one teams. Uh Cavan would have to be favourites in this game. 
uh, who do I expect to win? Obviously, being a goalie man and being blind, uh, I always think it's Galway. <laughs> Just have a feeling that it probably will be Galway this time. Be very interesting, anyway, Frank. I'm sure you might uh, you might join us after the show or after the game. Well, if Cavan win, you probably won't. If Galway win, you'll definitely join well, us. If Galway win, I'll be up there with you. <laughs> and if Cavan win, I'll probably be home to see Manchester United. I think they're playing another crowd that you would know a little bit about. Yeah, uh, you know, with Everton. So we're really hitting each other this weekend. Yeah, You've me, been an Everton man. No, that's my brother. That's my brother's an Everton man. Yeah. But I, but I, I, oh, I sorry, you're the other side. I, I just like to see uh, United better than any well, opportunity. T- so t- typical Liverpool supporter. <laughs> Frank, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, well, Mike Super Value. We are Cavan Podcast. Um, stay tuned to us where we'll have interview with Paul Conroy and Cavan's Killian de Gunner Brady. Club V is Cavan's best over 21's entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel.